Wikipedia defines malware as software intentionally designed to cause disruption to a computer, server, client, or a computer network. So, I wonder what categories that software that is not intentionally designed um, to cause disruption to computers are fall in. I guess technically those are bugs, but oh my god, I know many bugs that have been more disruptive than any malware known to man. Um, and, and I fully believe that there's some software that's, let's just say they were, it was not technically malware, but it might as well have been. So, and yes, I am looking at you, Windows ME. <laughs> I still have nightmares about that one. So welcome to the Simply Cyber Podcast, where we help make cyber simple and keep cyber simple. I'm your host, Seth Watson, and today we're talking about malware. So if you're just joining us, a bit of reviews in order. We're in the middle of a series that mirrors what's called an attack chain. So in cybersecurity terms, attack chain is a series of events that basically leads to a cyber attack. A very good analogy for that is in Star Wars, when Yoda teaches Luke that fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, and hate leads to suffering. You can see that play out in the world, but but putting it back into cybersecurity terms, you see that all the time. In our case, one of the main threads that we focus on is phishing leads to malware, Malware leads to ransomware, and ransomware leads to suffering. Um, Ransomware is a hard word to say sometimes, but I digress. So that being said, we are in the second step, which is malware. Malware is tricky because just the definition of malware is software. And so software can do anything. So malware can do anything that is piece of software can because it's software. So there's a lot of things that can execute code. So this can be in the form of a macro, this can be in the form of plugins, applications, operating systems, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so malware is definitely a broad definition, but then from here, things get very narrow. So you have malware that leads to ransomware, which we'll talk about next week. You have malware that leads to Trojan horses or key loggers or remote control or many, many, many different things. One common term that malware has is a virus. When you think about a virus, you're thinking about a piece of software that's designed to do harm, but is also designed to self-multiply and infect other computers. But not all malware is like that. Some malware is very specific, is very specific to a product or tied to a specific mission that where it's like, this is the only thing that I want it to do. And that's it. Once you're done, it self-destructs, call it a day. So I mentioned this to kind of take a step back because it's from here that we can kind of get a grasp of the entire situation. Also, one of the things that malware can actually fall under is things that are not typically malware, but misappropriated data. There may be times when a malicious file that can make once harmless code or a harmless application do damage. 
And that is actually a thing that can actually happen. And so that falls under the malware category. So again, don't think simply like if I'm not installing something on my computer, like don't think that if I'm not installing something on my computer, I'm not getting malware. It's basically any piece of software, any file that does harm to your computer, whether you know it or not. So again, this is where a lot of attack chains start to split because how you deal with ransomware is different than dealing with a keylogger. Our main thread, again, starting out is ransomware, but chosen horses, keyloggers fall in the same category and they all have different types of attack chains that you can, that they follow in order to commit a successful attack. And we talk about attack chains a lot because one of the things that cybersecurity professionals focus on is how to break that chain. So if you break a chain at the source, if you stop it at the source, you don't have to worry about anything else downstream. But let's say like phishing attack was successful, but this type of malware doesn't affect this system. So the concept of an attack chain very much is a way to think about cybersecurity that if you stop one part of that chain, you can basically stop the whole like cycle from continuing. So following on no doom and gloom vibe here at Simply Cyber, there are some things that you can do if you find yourself at this step. So before we get into a lot of our takeaways, I want to address the elephant in the room, which is to get antivirus software. So here on the channel, we don't recommend or we don't recommend one piece of software over another. Over time, we may take a deep dive into certain products to see if it helps for a certain use case. But as a whole, most of the general antivirus software that you find out in the market works and works well. And so it becomes a matter of trust. What software do you trust? And also, what can you afford? What can you afford for your business? What can you afford for your family? As a, like That's a deeper conversation. And we don't go into which antivirus software to purchase. We do recommend that you secure something for yourself. Um, and that will actually go a long way to, again, if you find yourself at this step, this actually will like mitigate a lot of those issues. With that out the way, these are three takeaways that you can implement right now for your business. So for one, update your software, update your operating system. A lot of updates from software and operating systems are bug fixes, but a lot of them are also responses to viruses and other things that's happening out on the internet. So keeping your software up to date will actually help prevent, will actually help protect your systems, protect your company, like from viruses that may be attacking things a year ago or two years ago. The second thing is to do an audit, an audit of all your IT systems, as well as the type of data you use. What this audit will help with is to know what software you have on your computer, what software you have installed on your computer that's vulnerable, and if you are actually at risk for an attack. So if you typically use Mac OS software, you're not really that worried about Windows viruses. If And vice versa is true. If you use Windows products, you're not really worried about viruses that affects Linux clones or Mac OS or things along those lines. 
But if you hear a virus that is affecting Adobe products, then congratulations. You're a little bit more interested in that. So knowing what is installed on your computer helps. Knowing what kind of data that you have on your computer also helps because at that point, you know what you need to protect. If you collect your customer's information, if you collect credit card information, if you collect wholesaler information and things along those lines, knowing where data is at all times, knowing what kind of information that is vulnerable if something should happen will help mitigate any issues should they arise. Like, and lastly, you really should subscribe to a cybersecurity resource. Now, yes, we're partial here at the Simply Cyber Podcast, but you should subscribe to us. We will love to have you. However, this is a little bit more of a broader appeal. A lot of media outlets like ABC, NBC, CNN, like Fox News, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you won't hear about new viruses coming out on those, on those outlets unless it's something that's going to affect millions of people. However, virus, new viruses and new threats happen every day. Following a cybersecurity influencer, a podcast, will actually go a long way. And when I say subscribe, don't look at it as I'm collecting resources from this place or this place or things like that. Think of it more as I want you guys to give resources to me. Think of it as I want you to push it to me because time is valuable. And so if I have to go every day to sites one, two, and three, I will get the information. However, that's time wasted going to those sites. But if I have a resource that's going to push me information anytime something actually does happen, that saves time, but that also gives me a nice warm and fuzzy about like what is happening that I know that I'm up to date. And with the previous tips about updating your software and knowing what software you have, you can be pretty confident that a lot of your IT systems for your business is going to be relatively safe. Obviously still vulnerable to zero day vulnerabilities. And that's basically vulnerabilities that no one knows about. However, this is a good place to start. So that's it for this week. Thanks again for joining us. If you want more tips around malware, we do have a PDF that will help you get started. You can find the link to that in our show notes. If you are looking for more general tips, you can follow us on YouTube. We are part of the Do-It-Yourself CIO channel, where we post technical resources like this show um, for freelancers and small businesses. However, if you're just looking for cybersecurity tips, we are on the Apple Podcast and we release episodes every Sunday. So again, my name is Seth Watson and this is Simply Cyber Podcast. Take care and have a great rest of your week.